Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, children. Welcome to season two, episode thirteen of the On My Dime On Your Time podcast. This episode is featuring the homie Joseph. He, you might know him on Instagram from at b a p i j o s s. Super interesting guy. He's not just like killing on Instagram. He's an actor. He's gonna be making music real soon, and he's killing in photography as well. So, like, super well-rounded individual. This is one of those conversations that I'm going to remember for a very long time because about halfway through or maybe just after you can see that like I kind of had a light bulb moment and just a lot of things that I knew already kind of fell into place and started making sense. So yeah, this has probably been one of the more, probably been one of the most impactful conversations I've had in a long time and I'm very excited to share it with you all. Make sure to follow Joseph's, all, all of his socials. They're all linked in the show notes of the podcast. And, you know, I'm going to plug myself as well. Follow me on Instagram at on my dime on your time podcast and drop the episodes to download on Spotify if you like them or if you didn't like them and drop me a review on Apple Podcasts if you liked the show and if you didn't like the show because I want to see how I can improve as well. And yeah, that's basically it. Enjoy the episode. So, Joseph, tell me how you got interested in fashion in the beginning. Oh, wow. Um, I guess when it comes to fashion, it's something that I've always done. I mean, I, it wasn't something that I had, a, I guess, dressing up wasn't something that I had coined a term for, you know, and it wasn't defined for me as fashion or styling or, you know, or just just like the world of it, you know, all the definitions that come with it. I didn't really have that. You know, all I knew was um, wearing things that I felt expressed my mood from day to day, you know? So, but prior to then, you know, I guess, you know, it just dates back to my mother dressing me up for church, <laughs> you know, or like for family occasions and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So anytime there was an event or um, anything that was deemed as you have to look good for this thing, my mom always made sure that I looked good. And so like from there, I de- developed a sense of, I guess, looking good or just presenting yourself in one way, shape or form. And um, yeah, I guess I, I grew up in that. And then, you know, I'm actually from Ghana, West Africa. So growing up, um, having that kind of upbringing in that kind of environment, you know, friends and family. One thing about my upbringing in that place is that in Ghana, like the way that you looked was huge. You know, I mean, I went to school where you we all wore uniforms. So the way that you got to stand out was you know, little articles, just like your belt or your, your kicks, your socks. Um, if the, the weather dropped a little bit, then it was your hoodie or your vest or, you know what I mean? The, the, the little things that made you stand out. That's how you got to express your sense of style. So having to go through school in Ghana and, and uh, tapping in just normalcy. That made you that that made you stand out. Just how to express yourself in a confined space, or just uh, having just a few things to express yourself with, 
You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, well, I guess like today it's my kicks. You know, I made sure that I, I had fresh kicks all the time. I made sure that my belt looked extra clean, extra flat, fresh, or like it looked different. Or even like, you know, like I said, like when the weather drops, like your vest or your hoodie, just make sure it stood out. And from there, you know, now you're out of school. Now you actually get to explore all kinds of clothing and materials and stuff like that. So, you know, just that world of being expressive or like pushing for um, just that, that um, I guess the, the little things that made you stand out. And now having the opportunity to just wear whatever you want, you're not in school anymore. So I kind of grew up with that. I wanted to look good um, because it just made me feel good. You know, so that's how I, I suppose that's where I started from, you know, and I just never really thought about, you know, fashion or, or styling or anything, you know, um, usually people called me those things. I never called myself that. I just looked how I look and it was just like, wow, you look good. Wow. I like that. Wow. You're a stylist. Wow. You're a fashion guy. You know, it was always comments from other people. I never really put that upon myself. So now being in a place where I'm just now starting to accept that. I've heard it for so long, but I never really put that name on myself. I'm just now starting to say, okay, I guess this is what it is, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah. That's really interesting. Like from the other interviews I've done, like it's usually that people like, they sort of dress themselves to selves for like for themselves to look good and they're like yo I'm, I'm a fashionable person I'm going to be a fashionable person but for you it's kind of like not to say the opposite but you can't you kind of were doing your own thing and then you said people will start calling you fashionable it's interesting yeah it's kind of it's still it's still really it's still weird when I hear it mm. it's still kind of because um it, because it's something that I've always done um and people have always noticed it in, this, in a certain way, but it never came with those uh, titles as like a fashionista or a stylist. You know what I mean? Now I'm in a, I'm in a space where people are calling me in to style them for events. And I'm like, this is, this is a little strange. Like, like I, guess, I guess this is what it is now. Like, this is what I have to do. But uh, it, it's it's strange then when it becomes like you are this person you know what I mean it's like uh I've always tried to be myself so now that it has a a term with it or like a now that it's defined it's kind of it's weird to navigate that space but you know I guess that people that always just push for that and want to be in that space and like have worked hard for that space or to or, or to be in that space um they they kind of know how to like you said like navigate that space they know what it is um but for me i don't know what that is man <laughs> like i'm still figuring it out so for anybody that just like just just likes to dress and now they have to be in a space where they're considered professional dressers <laughs> then it's like ah how do i do that how do i be how, how am i a professional dresser like I'm just doing what I like to do, you know. It just takes time, you know what I mean? And just like sticking to your guns and doing doing what you, trusting your vision and trusting everything that you've always done. Has like sort of reaching this level of like, you're the style guy kind of thing, at least like in like you're with like within your like your group on Instagram or like in real life as well. Has that sort of like 
put a lot of pressure on you to like keep produce like at least for Instagram maybe has that put a lot of pressure on you to like keep producing like quality content like in terms of like yeah in terms of Instagram the pressure yeah a little bit mm -hmm. a little bit of pressure but not 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 the pressure to figure out what to wear because I that that that's not the pressure part. the pressure part is I, I this is not what I this is not the only thing I do right I, I do a lot of things so I'm actually mainly an actor that's what I went to university for. That's what I have my degree in. That's what I pursue. That's my main thing, you know? Um, and then I'm a photographer. Yeah. Filmmaker. And then I'm a singer. Okay. So producer, you know? So this part, um, the, the, this part of like styling or wearing clothing and posting on Instagram is it's, it's almost new to me because Styling is something I've always done. Dressing up, I don't dress to impress anybody. I dress to look good and feel good and do whatever I do while I do whatever I do while doing these things. Right? I dress to I dress well to go to meetings when I when I meet up with agents and managers and producers and all those people. I dress well when I go to school. I dress well when this is like when I was in school. I dress well when I go to school. I dress well when I meet my friends. That's how I express myself in these small circles. Um, and I, I'm, I am savvy with, with uh, social media. And so I, I would help my friends with social media. And, and they'll tell me like, yo, you, you can do this. You should have like 100K followers or something. But because I helped them with social media so much, I just understood the kind of work it takes to really commit to this. So if we're talking about pressure, that's where it comes, just like being able to stay up on it, post. You know what I mean? That's where the person comes from. Oh my God, I got to post. Because if you don't post, then, then it's just like the algorithm is messed up and people want to see your stuff. And now they're not seeing your stuff. And it's just like, you know, you know how that whole thing. I, yeah, so when I say, when there's pressure, is there pressure or not? Yeah, there is pressure, but um, not pressure to find content or post content. I love doing it, but um, it's just like, staying up on it because sometimes i just don't want to be on there <laughs> i just don't want to post you know because i do other things you know the last sometimes the last thing on my mind is instagram because mm -hmm. yeah. i have so much things you know what i mean you have and then i have a day job where i'm, I'm a photographer you know what i mean so i have to be shooting You know, and, and in my free time, I have my own personal projects that I, I shoot, you know what I mean? So that's also another thing that I'm building. So it's like, where, where do I find the time to do this? You know what I mean? That's just like the, the pressure part. It's like, man, I started this thing and now there's the pressure on because I'm not the kind of person that starts things and don't finish it. You know what I mean? So that's where the pressure comes from. Like, oh my God, I started this thing. I have to finish it. I have to see where this goes you know what I mean so so like how has your aesthetic sort of changed over the years because I, I did a bit of creeping on your Instagram and your your the way that you've dressed has changed throughout the years like you dressed in like a lot more like slim like tailored sort of like menswear sort of things back in the day and mm -hmm. whereas now you're kind of in like I don't I don't really need to put you in a box but you're kind of like sort of Japanese inspired sort of like Scandinavian type so like how how has that progression sort of like happened for you? Oh, again, 
it's, it, it yeah. like I guess like it's the terms like I again me going through that pro progression I guess I'm not I'm not thinking about like oh this is what's happening you know what I mean um I, I would I would say that I I'm inspired by a lot of things. And these things don't just come from clothing per se or lifestyles. It just comes from like my walk, every from the people that I spend time with, and the conversations that I have. Um, sometimes from Instagram, um, but just because I do a lot of things, I'm around a lot of people, and I have a lot of conversations, you know. Um, but always, when it comes to my my sense of fashion, I always number one thing for me is what looks good on me, and number two, what feels good on me. Those are things. Those are two things I look for: what looks good and what feels good. Um. So what feels good is just comfort. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what I wear. I want to be able to wear something that I can wear the whole day. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I wear pants, can I wear this the whole day? Or is it kind of something that I have to take off? You know what I mean? Because I'm a, I'm a very active person. I move around. I do a lot of things. So it's like, if I go to your wedding, I want to be able to dance. Is this clothing gonna allow me to do that? You know what I mean? If I go to, to to dinner with you, I would love to go do something else before we go home. Can I do this thing in this clothing? And that's something that I prioritize. Comfort, you know what I mean? Um, so that aside is just um it's just what looks good on me, you know? Cause Outside of everything that I am as a person, I'm also a human figure, right? Literally, I have a shoulder different from yours. I have arms that's different. I have a chest that's different from yours and legs and everything. Not every clothing is for me. You know what I mean? So it's kind of hard to follow even a trend. It's hard, it's hard to follow a trend because not every clothing is for your body. It might, it might be a cool thing you might wear it and you might get the props for it, but it's not necessarily for your body. You know what I mean? And so you have to know what's for your body and, and, uh, and anything that you wear, wear it and don't let it wear you. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think about that. The fitting has to be right. The fitting needs to bring out my face. I need to look like me when I wear it, like, you know what I mean? Uh, and, and when I wear, you have to know how your legs look. You know what I mean? You, and, and it needs to accentuate your legs really well. It needs to accentuate your chest really well. It needs to accentuate your arms really well. Your, the way that you turn, you know what I mean? I'm very aware of my body because I'm an actor. I'm, weird. I'm really aware. So it's like everything. That's why like you see my pictures, I pose a lot because I think about all these things when I wear my clothing, because when I turn a certain way, the clothing does not look the same. You know what I mean? Because when I, when I move and I open the shirt up, the way that it looks, it's not gonna look the same thing when I, when I stand like that. You know what I mean? So I think about all those things because all of it is art. 
You know what I mean? So when you wear certain clothing, you walk, you walk a different way. Like when you're wearing that shirt, the way that you, you cut across the room is different than when you're wearing a tux, the way you walk. You know what I mean? Because it all counts. You know what I mean? When you put on a clothing, the reason why you stand in front of a mirror is because you want to make sure that your, your figure looks right. And then you turn, and then you turn. And then you're like, do that, you do that. It all matters, right? So um, as far as inspiration goes, I'm inspired by everything. But what I take in, like what feels right, and what feels comfortable, what makes me look good, what feels, what was that? What feels good and what feels comfortable. Yeah, so perfect. I think that's like a message that's kind of lost in today's like. I don't want to keep griping about fast fashion because like my viewers are probably sick of it, but like it is one of those things that like it's lost because of like fast fashion. It's lost because of Instagram because there's so many trends and at least at least currently like with the workwear trend it's not cut for everybody and there's everybody's pretty much wearing it mm -hmm. right it's just it's interesting like i feel like that whole thing is kind of lost in translation with instagram yeah i mean i want to say yes and no it's yes and no because the people that know know like you you know you know what I'm saying? i like to think so <laughs> you know what I'm it's like we don't live in a perfect world you know, so because we we don't live in a perfect world, we expect people to like you that know what's right or what's better in a way. Um, will like people to do those things. Like I would love people not to promote fast fashion, but it's here. You know what I mean? So like, how do you live a balanced life with that? You know what I mean? How what are you not going to be friends with people that wear fast fashion? Because it runs deeper than just surface you know what i mean like if you support fast fashion then it's just like it goes down the list like what the heck are you really supporting what are you really wearing you know and it's like how do you really live life in a balanced way with that occurring in this world you know what i mean so at the end of the day um people will do what they do but as time goes on we 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 hope that people do make better decisions you know what I mean um for me you'll look into my closet people will tell you 80 percent of my clothing is thrifted mm. yeah and that's something that people don't really know I guess on Instagram I guess people a lot of people assume that I I I, I shop expensive I I wore a lot of fast fashion stuff for a long for a long time and then I wore a lot of expensive clothing for a long time but then now I thrift a lot because when I don't like my clothing anymore, I either take it to the thrift store or I, or I sell it or I give it as a gift. You know what I mean? So it's the only thing is I buy new are shoes. You know what I mean? That's the only thing that I buy new or, or unless something that I really like, I'm like, I can't find this anywhere. I need to get this and I get it. But 80% of the stuff in my closet, my closet is thrifted. You know what I mean? So it's kind of hard for me to fo follow a trend. You know what I mean? Because you can't find a trend in the thrift store. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially, I don't, I don't stay on ASOS. I don't stay on a lot of these shopping sites because I, I won't buy it. I would look at that $20 and I'm like, I could get four pairs of pants with this and then I'll just go get it. You know what I mean? So... 
that's just where I am right now. You know what I mean? If I if when I get to a certain space and I'm spending five hundred dollars on a pair of pants, then yeah, sure, then I could do that. But now I'm thinking a way to conserve. You know what I mean? And um, I'm thinking about the world, and I have a sister that is a is a fashion designer. Like she went to school for fashion, and she does this. But the clothing that she makes is sustainable clothing. So she's one of those people that told me like, okay, don't support fast fashion. As your sister, I can't allow you to do that. And and like about the, then I felt the pressure. Like okay, like I gotta figure this out. Like what do I buy, you know? And then I turned to thrifting, and I thrifted a lot. And I found like you know what? Uh, not that I didn't thrift before, I did, but I learned that this is a way that 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 I could really express myself and like stay work, stay like doing this thing and not harm the world or do anything, any of those things directly, you know? This is just a question for me because I've, I've been, I haven't been following you for very long, but like from the few, from the photos that I have seen, there are some pieces that do stand out. I'm not going to ask you about all of them. Mm -hmm. And like some of, some people are asking me like in the comments as well, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say, where are the green cargo pants that you wear from? With like, the, they have a bit of a ring on them. I don't, I don't remember. I don't, you haven't tagged the brand or anything. No, um, I got those pants. I don't lie to you. I got those pants like a long time ago. I saw. I was shook because like I, I scrolled down. They were there like a couple of years ago, and I'm like, damn. I'm like, all right. Like every time I wore, I, and I tell every time I wear it, people are like where did you get them? Like, I just wore them. I'm like, yo, I've been, it's probably the first pants that I started wearing on this Instagram. I've worn for a long time, but it's just, it's, I guess the way that I keep it, it stays new. Like it doesn't, but funny enough, it was, I got it from ASOS. Okay. Yeah. But I got it a long time ago. This, I, I, it probably was the, the last piece of clothing that I got from ASOS. And my sister was like, that's it. Yeah, anything from there not gonna be my brother and support this thing and i'm like oh god like okay cool you know what i mean like i don't i try not to go hard on people that do that you know what i mean because it's just like it's, we live in this world bro like people will do whatever they want but then again to like it's good to educate because i was educated and i made and i made a choice that i felt like was right you know what I mean? You can always educate somebody, but you can't make them do anything, you know? So it's like, when people do that, I'm like, cool, it's fire. I like it. But hey, here's an option for you, you know? But yeah, that, that's where that's from. Um, I've owned pants like that, though, like in the past, like before, before all of this stuff. And, and that is actually a Japanese style pants. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was very like when I saw I'm like these are engineered garments, aren't they? And then like I did a bit more looking around, like I couldn't find them anywhere. So yeah, it was actually the last. I don't know if Asa still sells them, but I bought them a long time ago. Mm. Interesting, I, interesting. I don't, and I, I don't even think it was. Maybe it was. I don't remember, but it was like because ASOS doesn't just sell ASOS things; it sells like other brands. So I think it was one of those things I bought like another brand, or maybe it was an ASOS. I don't remember, but. Do you have like a checklist or like a series of steps that you could give to the audience when it like to compose the perfect outfit picture, like series of photos, like to document an outfit? 
last oh. last fashion last instagram fashion question i promise oh no you good bro um i'm just thinking <laughs> no worries no worries take your time so your question is um steps into picking out the right outfit or like taking like good photos because you're one of you're one of the people who takes like the best outfit pictures that i've seen on the platform thus far thank you for that man thank god um that's huge um well first of all shouts to my sister because like she used to take my pictures and then i moved so she couldn't do it anymore so shouts to my uh tripod as well does she have um, like an Instagram or something you can plug if if you want if you feel comfortable? Yeah. Um, um, her Instagram is at at Danny Sammy. She's a um, fashion designer. So amazing. She's she sounds amazing stuff. She worked with some great great people. So, um, but yeah, I guess taking the a great picture on Instagram for Instagram. I think what I found is that. No shadows is the best when you're taking like outfits. No shadows is the best because shadows have a way of it can help you, but you have to know what you're doing. Especially when you're self-timing like that, you know what I mean. You you don't need shadows. It it doesn't help. <laughs> like unless you have a photographer that's just manipulating those shadows, or like as a photographer, unless you know what you're doing with these photos, you don't need it. So. I always say stay away from shadows. You don't need them, all right? Um, it adds certain things to your photos that may or may not take away from your picture. It might actually add to it, but if you don't know what you're doing, it'll definitely take away from your photos. Um, and that's just me coming from a, a photographer standpoint. If you know if you know what you're doing with those photos with those shadows, you're good. It'll make your photos look fire. But if you don't know what you're doing, it is just it just does not look flattering. So no shadows. Um, I've taken pictures with shadows that I didn't need and I didn't like those pictures anyway. I posted them anyway. And like, I guess people liked them, but I didn't like them because I'm like, ah, I don't need these shadows. Um, so yeah, one, you don't get rid of shadows. <laughs> um, two, I always say, as far as like finding a location. Yeah, I mean, location is important. Find a location that's clean, less busy. You know what I mean? If it's less busy, it's better because it'll make your outfit look clean. That's a word that we find a lot, clean. And it makes your outfit look clean. And the less busy it is, the more the audience will focus on the actual clothing. Third thing. The picture, the framing of the photo, when you put it in, inside the rectangle of Instagram, you gotta, the rule of thirds, you gotta follow that. Because I find that people tend to care less about your clothing when you're far away. Like when you look at the clothing, when you look at a picture and you're like tiny, I used to take pictures like that, like you're like tiny and then there's like a bunch of shit around you. And then you're like, it's like a cool aesthetic picture or whatever. And I used to do a bunch of that. And like, I would want people to focus on my clothing and they don't. And I, people don't engage in photos with my photos like that. 
But then I found that like when I zoom in, like now how my photos look, it just like it's in every one of the squares, you know, it's up close. People take in the clothing more. They don't care about how I look in my face. They don't care about my, my beard, none of that. They care about my clothing. You know what I mean? Or maybe my posing or whatever, but they care about what's happening with the body. You know, so that's important. The framing, the location, no shadows. Those three things are major. I think it changed my, uh, my photos a lot. Like I think people will, uh, come, will comment and be like, yo, like, where did you, well, what did you use to take these pictures? I use an iPhone 11, right? Yeah, okay. I had to then, a lot of my pictures were taken on an iPhone 8. You know what I mean? And it's, it, it hasn't been a great difference, but like, um, you just have to know how to edit because I edit my photos as well, you know, but just light edits, you know, it's just like, I guess, um, light manipulation because I make it look cleaner. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I use um, I use Lightroom, right? So Lightroom has a it's a software. You know what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Software on Adobe, but they also have a an application version. Then it works well with pictures that you've taken on your phone. It doesn't quite work well in like raw images, unless you like you edit it on the actual software. But yeah. if you have like phone sized of photos it works really well and you just like i clean out the shadows a little bit and then i just clean like i i uh, i bring up um the the edges a little more like i make it more clean you know what i mean but i do it like it's like really light editing just to make it look um clearer you know what i mean i just bring clarity up and just everything is great um, so those are things as far as like the photo itself goes, those, I guess, four things, editing, location, uh, the shadows, get rid of shadows. Yeah. So four things, no shadows, the framing, um, uh, the editing, and that was the last thing. Shadows, framing, editing. What's the last thing? We'll call it there. Go back. Go back a minute, and then you'll find the tips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all good. <laughs> all good. So, all good. Um, yeah. Again, so, just, this is just another question for me. Mm -hmm. When is your YouTube channel coming, man? Because I feel like you'd be a great fit for the platform. Oh my gosh, something I don't want to do a YouTube, bro. <laughs> That's just another thing I gotta commit to. That's true, yeah. But, um, I don't want to do a YouTube. I, I, you're not the only person that said it, but I just I see myself just. I I give a lot of props to people that do YouTube. Just people that have that. I don't think people realize how much work that is, to actually put out real solid work. It takes a lot of time recording, editing, finding what to talk about and keep it coming. It's wild. It's wild what kind of work that people do. And although it's like internet, people, people assume that because it's internet, it's just, oh, you just do it. No, it's a lot of work. It's heavy duty work. It's a career. It's a career path. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
that you like you're going to school right now and at the end of the day you're going to do what what you've studied and and hopefully you're going to work in your field right we pray you work in your field because that's what you really want you're going to find that it's heavy duty and the kind of work that is taking you that's what it, that's the kind of work it takes youtube folks if they care about the content and how solid it comes out it's a lot of work it's not something that you do on the side it's work you know what i mean so it's like for me i'm doing a lot yeah. um but maybe there will be a youtube channel but uh like i said i'm an actor and so the screen is hopefully you'll see me soon on the screen on the tv show or something that you love and then if you see me just tell your friends i know that guy or something <laughs> i love um, that 100 yeah i'm happy i caught you early before you had like a million followers on instagram and you're all over billboards and stuff i'm, I'm just happy i caught you early yeah, no, because all that stuff is gonna happen. You best believe that, man. Best believe that it's coming. It's a matter of time. 100%. Uh, yeah, and like, yeah. So, YouTube. May maybe there, maybe there will be a YouTube. Maybe like, I'll I'll have better control of my schedule in, in the near future, and and that's just the key thing. I just need to have better control of my schedule, um, and then be able to do that. Amazing. Because just like just because you said it, it i'll keep thinking about it yeah i'm sorry but also thank you for like thinking about it so you can provide like this content to like the people as well yeah yeah um getting a little bit deeper a little bit um how has the pandemic like affected you in terms of like the work that you do because like you mentioned you're a photographer you're an actor you have all these different things how has that sort of affected you in terms of like workflow and like productivity and that sort of thing um and it's made me work with a little more aggression um it's made me focus better i don't know i just uh, the pandemic is is that's something great that happened not to say like not great as in like a positive great thing but like great as in the magnitude of it mm -hmm. and the impacts on the world so it's been a it's had this great impact that's just like it's shaking the world in in so many ways um for me as an actor it's shut down hollywood you know like you can't audition for anything because nothing is open the movies are closed you know i love the theater i can't perform on stage because you can't go to the theater you can't have people gathered anywhere you know so that was shut down so it's like nothing. Um, and you, like I said, I don't, I don't do YouTube, so there's that. And like, I don't do TikTok, all that stuff. So I just got a TikTok account. So it was like, so that was not a way for me. Um, as far as photography, I got, I got different ideas. I got better ideas, better developed ideas for the future, you know? Um, as far as music, I wrote more. Um, I grew as a producer um, and yeah, I grew as a songwriter. So it's it's done more positive than negative, to be honest with you. You know, it's done more positive. Uh, yeah, I've grew, I've grown a lot as an artist in this last year and it's, it's really a blessing. Like, uh, I mean, we can talk about how the financial impact has been, but I mean, I won't be the only person in that boat, you know, but at the same time, it, it wasn't a time for me to wallow. It was a time for me to 
stand on my two to- uh, my ten toes and just really be innovative with myself, like you know. So not to impress anybody really, but just like really look deeper, you know. It just gave me that break to to just spend time with myself, and I guess with spending time with myself, all of this growth happened. So amazing. Do you have any daily habits or like even weekly habits that you employ to ensure quality work? Like consistent quality, like output? Um, I take, I, 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 I make sure that I'm, I'm engaged as an audience to different kinds of art. Like if I'm not making it, I have, to, I have to take it in. That's how I keep my creative juices flowing. You know what I mean? It's, I don't have to write every day. I don't have to write scripts every day. I don't have to write songs every day. I don't have to dress up every day. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to be on the creating side all the time. You know what I mean? But what I have to, what I, I do daily is take it in. Um, because I try to be a student of everything that I'm a part of. So I want to, I'm a student of, of the industry, of, of acting, uh, of theater. <laughs> of of music of photography i try to be a student when i'm not creating okay so i learn and that's where i get my inspiration from you know when i'm not writing songs i listen to a lot of poetry you know if i'm not reading it i'm listening to a lot of spoken word if i'm not writing scripts of doing auditions i'm watching a lot of movies or i'm watching documentaries about certain projects um if I'm not making music, I'm listening to music. You know, most of the time I just get inspired and then want to do something, you know? So I try to be a student of it. Either I'm being taught or I'm just, just taking it in. That is daily. So interesting. Interesting. That that that's that's just, I don't know. That's that's so that's so interesting. Yeah. Say more. I'm just, I'm just processing that. That's, and that's like, I've always heard be like being like a student of the game that all the games that you play be a student of the game, but something about the way that you said it made it like actually like click and you get like a light bulb moment. And you're like, okay, this thing that I've known makes sense finally. Mm. And that's why I love doing these podcasts. Thank yeah. you, man. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no problem, brother. No problem. It's real. That's just, uh, Yeah, it's practical. It's practical. Yeah. Have you always had this mindset? Um. Yeah. For for I think I've had this mindset since I knew what I wanted to do in my life. Um. So that's that's just what it's been. The moment I knew that this is what I want to do, I've been unmovable. Amazing. There's nobody that can knock me off my path. Nothing. Nothing that can sway me because I I know what I want and I'm gonna get it. You know. So. I, I remain a student like when I knew that I wanted to be an actor I knew like I have to be a student of this and the way that I, I wanted to go about about that in that time was to go to school for it you know mm-hmm. so that's that's what I did and so I spent a lot of time even with music I spent a lot of time in a studio even when I'm not making music I just want I just see what the producer is doing I just learn I just hear the music I just see the way he's editing stuff I just see how the performance 
like the singers, how they, they do, the, how they work. And I just take it in because I don't have to be doing it all the time. But I have to learn something. Even if I don't learn anything, even if I learn just one single thing, right? It's good. And even better, like even better, even if you don't, you feel like you didn't learn anything that day, being in that environment is still edifying. You know what I mean? Mm. It's good. If you want to be a soccer player and you don't know how to kick a ball, but you always watch soccer, it's that's still good. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't know how to kick a ball. I suck. So I'm not going to watch even soccer at all. Screw soccer. I'm not. Uh, you're not helping yourself. <laughs> you know, at least be in that environment. At least be in that environment. Mm -hmm. You can even fall asleep in the environment. Just be in that environment. <laughs> Just be there. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it counts. 100%. 100%. How do you sort of like, this is probably just the question you always get, but like, how are you like, how do you like get to being so comfortable, like on camera? Like, I know you're actors, you have a different, different point of that. That's something like I've sort of been like, not really, not necessarily struggling with, but at least when I started this podcast, I was a mess. I was a mess when I was recording. Mm -hmm. like, I'd be like stuttering all over the place. I wouldn't know like how to speak. And now I'm getting slowly better. So like, how, how, how was that? What was that process like for you? Uh, on camera uh, practice yeah perfect you, that's you that, that you just answered it's practice mm -hmm. thing, anything that you're not comfortable with you get comfortable with practice 100 all right um last and here's sorry go ahead another thing that helps getting comfortable is like and and this is this is still practice, but it's practice that happens before the actual practice, and it still counts, which is imagining it. Mm. Right? You have to imagine how it's going to go. You have to play it in your mind and actually go through the motion of it, right? Like, if I was supposed to be interviewing you today, and I'm like, goddamn, like, um, Isa is this guy, and like, I don't know what I'm going to say, and all of this, right now. I have the whole interview in my brain and I actually spend time, I calm myself down, I have the whole interview and I go through every question and I have them enjoy the whole thing. I'm gonna have you enjoy the whole interview and just, I just imagine it in my head. Because you know something about the brain? Your brain can't tell the difference between um, uh, imagined experiences and real experiences. It, your brain can't tell the difference. Yeah. So when you train yourself to do practice like that and then you actually go to the interview you you're in your brain your brain will will take it as though you've had this interview already so it reduces the nerves or it removes the nerves entirely all right so that's that's a way that i practice with everything i imagine it before i do it but i, I make sure that the imagination is really thorough yeah. Right. Because that mental part of every the mental part of the situation is important, just as important as the actual thing that you're doing, mainly because your brain can't tell the difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I read that in a book as well. I don't remember which book it was, but it like just to kind of reiterate your point, it said like everything in this life is created twice. First, it's mm -hmm. created in your mind's eye and then, then it's created like in the in the world because right. you imagine it first and then you make it happen. 
And it's so interesting that you talk about like visualization because just speaking with a lot, like I've been fortunate enough to speak with like several like people that I deem to be like high performers in their field. So like mm-hmm. I've spoken to like a stylist at Essence. I'm not sure if you know Greg, Greg Ntore on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I've spoken with him and we had an amazing conversation. I've spoken with like, this is funny, but I've spoken with a few professional arm wrestlers who are like, oh, which is funny, like, yeah, which is super interesting. And they always talk about like visualization. And it's just, it's so interesting that parallel that a lot of like high performers such as yourself talk so highly about visualization. I feel like it should be like explored more for the masses and like, it should be like, even like people should know more about it. Interesting. Yeah. And I think that people, people will know. I think that the, the thing about the, the truth is it spreads because when something works for you, you're going to tell somebody about it. It's like when you see a good movie, you be like, yo, dude, you gotta see it. There's no way. It's natural. Like if something works for you, you're gonna share it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna be like, man, this is a good ass movie. I'm gonna keep it to myself. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, you wanna share it. You're gonna, you're gonna find somebody to tell. Like you're gonna be talking to a random ass person on the bus, like, yeah, like life is crazy. By the way, have you seen this movie? Yo, I just saw this crazy ass movie today. You want, you just want to share it because you watch something that spoke to you in a truthful way, right? Explain things to you in a truthful way. Even if you haven't walked out that life before, you saw it as true. So the thing about the truth is it will spread, right? So when it comes to things like that, when it's talking about visualization, the moment you've done it and it works for you, I'm telling you because it worked for me. <laughs> Greg told you because it works right? It's worked for him. So you do it. And when it works, you won't stop talking about it because <laughs> it worked. Yeah. And so it will spread in its own time. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it sort of goes the way of like meditation because meditation's become huge this year. I'm hoping like visualization goes that way as well. Hopefully we'll see what happens. Yeah. And here's another thing, even, even about med- meditation, it's all, it's, it's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like um, being able to visualize, it takes a certain, it takes a great amount of calmness because your mind can't be wandering. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to be focused and you need that kind of peace to think, to picture these things and actually live it, you know? I heard the story about, um, uh, it was actually, I heard a story about a chess player. Yeah. Exactly. You, you know the story? The same one, but tell me. Yeah, like he practices in his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, was it was it Gary Kasparov? I don't remember the name of the player. I, I couldn't tell you the name, but maybe it's, it's possible. You know, he he practices in his mind and he wins. He, he, he practices all the moves in his mind and he wins. There are, there's a, they did the research with like basketball players. Right. Um, one group went to court and shot like all day and the other group did not. And they practiced sh- making the shots in their mind. And then when the, the, the game started and actually shooting, um, the, the people that actually shot uh, got better. I forget the numbers, but I'm going to make up the numbers like according to like the same ratio. The people that uh, actual practice 
actually practice. Okay, it was three people. One, I was actually three groups. One practice physically, one practice mentally, and one didn't practice at all. Right. So the ones that didn't practice at all, they their they in the growth did not increase at all. I think growth even dropped. The people that practice physically, their growth increased 50%. And the people that practice mentally, their growth increased 40%. 40%. There's only 10% of the people that did it physically. Wow. I guess that makes sense because when you practice mentally, if you have that capacity to focus on it, I'm sure you'd be practicing the perfect scenario, right? And in life, the perfect scenario never happens. Like, or, or it will, not, that's probably wrong to say, but like the, in life, the perfect scenario rarely happens, but in your brain, you practice the, the perfect scenario always happens. So you become mm -hmm. efficient to do that, I guess. I guess that makes sense. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's it's really, when you talk about perfect scenarios, it's, it's easier to think, of, you might think that it's easier to, to picture the perfect scenario, but it's actually harder. Because mm. a lot of people don't think good things for them for their lives. Mm. A, a lot of people think things are going to be screwed up at the end. Oh, what if I'm going to jinx myself? What if this doesn't happen? And they don't paint the perfect scenario because they think they're going to jinx themselves. And so they don't think like that. You know what I'm saying? So... You think, oh, I'm going to get all A's. The heck do I think I am getting all A's? And then they kill it. They kill it before your eyes. And I'm like, you haven't even done it. You're even killing your own imagination. You're not as successful as a thinker. <laughs> so what do you think you're going to be successful as a person? You know? So that's the tough part is in the mind. Mm -hmm. You know? So I think the perfect scenario, if anything, always paint the perfect scenario. Because chances are it'll happen. 100%. That reminds you of a book I read called like the 10 times rule, I believe. I'm not sure if you've read it, but like it basically it was talking about like goal setting. It's basically saying that like, let's say you set the goal of making $100,000 by the end of 2021. Uh -huh. That's your goal. You should in fact set the goal to make a million dollars. So then you kind of overshoot the mark and then you work towards making a million dollars. So uh -huh. even if you make like 250,000, you've still like beaten your first goal. Mm. if that makes sense it just reminded me of that that's real that's real that's yeah. real i read a book as well and it says something similar um the book was talking the part of the book that i was reading was talking about a man who who said this he said that when i was younger i had wild dreams i had amazing dreams and i had it in my mind that i'm going to achieve every single one of them and the crazy thing is, now that he looks back, he's actually achieved every single one of them. And he says his only regret is this, that he didn't dream bigger. Yeah. That's his only regret, that he didn't dream bigger. So what I'm saying is that everything that you think on is going to happen. Don't let your regret be, damn, I should have shot higher. So whatever you think is the greatest thing right now, shoot higher because you're going to hit it. You're going to hit it. The thing is that when you get it, are you going to be proud of yourself? Or are you going to be like, damn, I should have shot higher? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. So visualization. Yeah. So back to your question, how do you get more comfortable? Visualize amazing interviews. <laughs> yeah. 100%. It's something I've kind of learned this year. It's sort of, uh, what was I going to say? Kind of like, shoot your shot in life because like 
the, you're always going to think of the worst scenario because humans are like sort of cynical sometimes, but right. the chances of that happening are like quite small. And then even if it does happen, you're likely to sort of end up in the same place you are now. So then you mm -hmm. haven't really like, it hasn't really made a difference in a sense. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but. No, you might do that. You might do that. Yeah. That's real. Oh yeah. That's real. Interesting stuff, man. Hmm. Um, uh, last question I have here. Uh, do you have any book recommendations for me? I'm sure you have a, uh, I'm sure you have a bunch. I have one for you. Psycho cybernetics. That's on my Amazon wish list. Yeah. That book is the best book ever. I'll pick it up. Definitely. Yeah. That book is the great, it's the best book ever. Um, do you, do you know what it's about? I put it in my wish list too long ago. So I don't, it's kind of like how the brain works sort of, that's sort of a bad description. It's like how most yeah. books are, but yeah. Yeah, no, but then it's, the book is literally like when you, you read the name, you're like, what kind of name is this? Right. But the, the, the author, I think is a, he's a scientist, uh, a sur plastic surgeon, a psychologist and a minister. Wow. Yeah. So he's just like, when he talks about it, he goes through all these four and he links them. And it's like, it's so beautiful how you, the book is, you know what I mean? He just like links all these things and he's like, but, but the title, the, 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 the meaning of the book is in the title psycho cybernetic. Cause it's like cybernetic sounds like tech and then psycho is mind. So he, he basically is, is showing you how your brain is like a computer. Or, or how the computer is modeled after a brain. So what you see your phone do, it's, it's literally built like your brain. So there's nothing your phone can do that your brain can't do. Well, it's something that your computer can do, like as far as like the coding of it goes, there's nothing that that can do that, that, that your brain can't do because your computer and your, every tech thing is built like the, uh, the the coding of it is built like a brain, a human brain. And he just put us, puts it together and it's just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to pick up that book. I'm like reading this, like just stupidly long, like book from um, Dostoevsky. It's just too much right now. I'm going to like, I'm going to, I'm going to try and finish that. And I'll pick up psycho cybernetics. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a good book. And also, yeah, you could you could you could get the book or you can even get an audiobook of it. I, I'm I'm weird. I like paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. People like different things. It's just some with some books I like to read a paper. Some books I like to hear it. Because I some with certain books I like it to feel like a lecture. Mm. That I'm in class or something, so that I can actually write notes as I'm hearing it. And some books I like to read it. Mm -hmm. So I'm different with different kind of like literature. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I need, I want to explore audiobooks more because like, like it's just, you can multitask better, I guess. Yeah. If, if anything, yeah, you can multitask better. Yeah. Yeah, man. Amazing, man. Again, man, thank you so much for taking the time and for teaching me so much. Hey brother, no problem. What is it? Isa? Isa, what's your Instagram? Uh, it's I-S-A-V-V-L-L-V. -L -L -V. 
something similar, something like that. Do you, can you shoot me a message? Sure. Shoot your message, and then I'll, I'll I'll find it. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Because I got this email. I didn't. You didn't reach out to me on Instagram, did you? I don't think I did because like you, you had the email options. I'm like, I figured that's an easier way to get to you. Yeah, yeah. I 100% reply to emails. Yeah. Especially if it's like important, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, 100%. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sure. All right, man, that's that's pretty much all the questions I have. I'm gonna give you, I'm just gonna give you the floor and you can plug all the projects you have coming, all your social medias, you can plug everything, man, go ahead. Anything oh my. you feel comfortable plugging. Just follow my Instagram. My Instagram is at Joss. B-A-P-I-J-O-S-S. And that's basically where I'm going to put a lot of my upcoming projects, everything that I'm a part of. Um, I have a photography account and it's called Normulus. Um, so you can put that in there. But it's N-O-R-M-U-L-I-S. I think it has an underscore in there. But if you follow my main account, it's 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 there. It's in my bio. That's where I put all my photo projects, my photo series that I do. Like I try to I shoot somebody every week and I and they talk a little bit about themselves and I post it up. But um I have an issue coming out too. So but I have to but I uh, I'll release it at, at the end of the year. And um yeah. So right now, as far as there is music coming out, but it's going to go on the Bappy Joss page. So if you guys are on there, you guys can definitely check it out. If you like it, keep listening to it and share with your people. And if not, just, you know, encourage me to keep going or not. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Do you have like a SoundCloud or a Spotify or anything like do that? Not. Oh, I yeah? do not. Okay. Like both with the moment. I have everything ready to go. I will release all the links out and for sure everything's Beautiful. gonna all those are gonna be listed and linked in the show notes of the podcast as well. Okay, for sure. All right, man.